Good morning, Living Word. Good morning. Morning, man. Ice, God bless you. Welcome to Morning Man on a brand new day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly, the Lord does make us stronger. Amen. Still just enjoying myself from that awesome, awesome concert. We give God thanks because He really makes us stronger. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we where would we be today? Right? Many of us have gone through so many trials, tribulations, issues, problems, but all those things, God makes us stronger. And in the midst of those things, many folks did not make it through, but you made it through and you came out stronger. Amen. So I like to say our issues don't come to weaken us, they come to strengthen us. They don't come to make us bitter. They come to make us better. <laughs> Amen. And because you're going through issues, it's not an indication that you are cursed. No, it's an indication that you are blessed because you come out stronger. You come out better. Amen. And so it's a blessing. So we give God thanks. That's what the Bible said. All things, just give thanks because this is God's will concerning you. Strange as it may be. It'll be God's will concerning your life. Amen. Some things we just don't understand. But later on, I believe we'll understand everything one day. As we all say in the by and by. <laughs> we will know as we are known. That's what the Bible says. Amen. And so we're going to rejoice in each and every day. That's what the Bible says each and every day. The Lord has made. Let's just rejoice and be glad in it. You know why? Because issues, problems have always been here throughout history. Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. Okay? So the same issues your parents had, your grandparents had, you may have to go through those same things. And it just comes to make you stronger, teach you lessons. And the things I've always said is that we need to learn from every negative situation we go through and use it as a stepping stone um, to bigger and better things. And make sure let's not make the same mistake over and over again doesn't make any sense for us to be doing the same thing over and over again, making the same mistake. That means we need a change of heart and a change of mind. Because if you're working with old data set, you will make the same mistake. So you need a new data set. You need a transformed mind so you can start doing better things. And saying that, you need a pure mind. Your mind needs to be pure. Your mind needs to be made pure. And when your mind becomes pure, you tend to have pure outcomes from the pure things that you do and the pure things that you think and say. And so I want to talk about purity this morning. I, I know it's, it's not one of those common things. It's not one of those things, you know, most people want to talk about. But purity is essential to us as Christians. And I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures. Then we're going to talk about it. Right. Um, it, Blessed are the pure in heart because they shall see God. That is Matthew 5, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. They will have a pure revelation of God, because God himself is so pure. You cannot have a revelation of him with impure eyes. And so when you're pure, you get to have a revelation. You get to see God in his purity. Right In Psalm 24, verse 3, it says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? 
who shall stand in this holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up the soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. That's folks are telling truth. When you have a pure heart, you don't lie, right? You're not, you're not a lying person. People who have pure hearts don't lie. They simply want to operate in the truth, right? And there the Bible says, who's going to get into the presence of the Lord? Who's going to stand in this holy place? You got to have clean hands and a pure heart. So purity is essential if we're going to um, enter into God's presence. We need to have pure hearts. We can't do it without it. We cannot get into God's presence without purity of heart. And if you don't have purity of heart, you got to ask God to forgive you for sin and repent and cleanse your heart through reading, studying, and meditating upon the word. Right? Why is it why is it important to meditate upon the word? I'm well, I'm gonna give you the answer. Psalms 119, verse 40 says, Thy word is very pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. So if you feed in yourself that which is pure, you become pure. And the word of God is very pure. So it's impossible for you to reach any levels of purity without the word of God. Yeah, just your emotions can't do it. The things of the world would never make you poor. I promise you that. The things of the world would never make you pure. No, it's not. You need the word of God. The word of God is pure. Therefore, my servant loved it. That's what Paul, I mean, David said. He loved the word of God. Why? Because it is pure. And because it is pure, he himself will become pure. You are what you eat, right? Isn't that what we say? You are what you eat. It's very, very true. And so you, you start eating the word of God. You start eating the very pure word of God. It, it rewrites your mind. It rewrites your programming. Because remember, our minds, our brains is a huge computer. And so we need to fill it with pure things. And it will produce pure things. Impurity only produce more impurity. Okay, and I already said Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure heart for they shall see God. Um, in 1 Timothy 5, 22, it says, be, I say, it says, keep thyself pure. Simple means this takes discipline. <laughs> Keeping yourself takes discipline. It does. We Self-control is, is a fruit of the spirit. Keep yourself. Keep yourself pure. Bob said, work out, work out your own salvation, fear and trembling. That means it takes discipline. There's some stuff that you have to do. Keeping yourself pure means that you want, you're going to feed yourself with the word, but it doesn't. And it also means you're not going to spend the rest of the day listening to impure things. Right? So you can't listen to the worst radio station with the worst rap songs and all this kind of stuff, filling your mind with all types of impurity and say, well, I read the word this morning. Well, you spent. 30 minutes reading the word, but you spend the next eight hours listening to rap, secular music, sinful music. Some of it is filthy and dirty music, right? It doesn't help you become pure. And it's up to you. It's your responsibility. The Bible said, keep yourself pure. It is your responsibility to feed yourself things that are pure. It is. Right? God gives us the choices, life and death. It's, the choice is yours, but he said choose life. 
If we're going to choose life, we need to choose the pure things. It simply means that we, we must um, be cognizant of what we're listening to, the friends we have, the places we go, if we're going to be pure. The books we read, the things we read, the things that we allow our eyes to see. If we're going to be pure, then all those things matter. And remember, without pureness, we can't see God. We need to be, we need to aspire to be pure. In, for, in Titus 1 and verse 15, it says, to the, Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. You see what the Bible is saying? Pureness. When you are pure, you see things through a pure lens. And when our minds are pure, we don't think evil of people. <laughs> yeah, we don't. When our minds are pure, we only see good. Until, of course, people reveal themselves to us. But we always see what is good first. Why? Because we're coming from a pure mindset. We don't just naturally see evil on people or see people as bad. We naturally see people as good until they prove to us otherwise, okay? And so it's important um, that we develop a pure mind so we can receive people differently. To, to the pure, all things are pure. To the pure. But when your mind is messed up, when your mind is defiled, everybody to you is defiled. <laughs> They're doing the same sin you're doing. I remember somebody told me who got caught in a very, very bad sin. He said that everybody's doing it. They just didn't get caught yet. Well, you know what that tells me? His mind is defiled. He has a defiled mind. And because he's, his mind is defiled, he looks at everybody in the same way. Of course, everybody's not doing what he did. But he said that because his mind is defiled. If he had a pure mind, first of all, he wouldn't be doing those things that he did, which were very, very wrong. And he knew they were wrong, but his, because his mind was defiled, his mind was impure, he consistently persisted in those things. And then he, he projected those things on everybody else, simply because his mind was defiled. When you got a pure mind, you see things for, for true, or how they really are, right? And you will look at sin totally different when your mind is pure. It's like rubbing sandpaper on your skin. Nobody wants to do that. Well, a pure mind, that's what sin feels like. So it's important that we cultivate a pure mind. Amen. In James 3 and 17, it says, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality. And without hypocrisy. It is how you tell people got pure minds. They're not hypocrites. <laughs> They're not hypocrites at all. Right? They are easygoing people. They are full of mercy, have faith, peaceable, gentle. Right? This is the wisdom that comes from God, come from above. This is the what the wisdom that is from above is pure. You seem to tell me that everything below is just the opposite of all that. <laughs> yeah, why do we think we have, why do we have so much wars? 
Because of earthly wisdom. That's why. Why, why there's so much crime? Earthly wisdom, earthly ways, impure mind does these things. If the leaders of this world, the minds are pure, we would not have wars because they will see how utter useless and devastated and wicked wars are. They will see it. If our minds, if the leaders of the United States, their minds are pure, they would never have dropped an atomic bomb on um, in, in Japan, in Nagasaki, whatever the place is, where they dropped the bomb. They would have never done it if they had pure minds. But no, then Japan would not be going around you kamikaze pilots dive bombing into into um, into ships and killing themselves and killing people. There would be no war if they were if our minds were pure, if the things in the earth are pure. That's why the Bible says pure things first come from the heavenly realm. It can come to my heavenly father because he himself is pure. Amen. In first John three and verse two. It says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. That says, we're waiting for the coming of the Lord, but we need to purify ourselves. Are we going to be left behind? We need to do the things that brings purity in our life. Well, what is purity, really? Purity is freedom from anything that contaminates, right? Any contaminating influence. Purity is freedom from that. Purity is the quality of being faultless, uncompromised, unadulterated, right? Pure water is free from any other substance. Pure gold has been refined to such a degree that all the dross has been removed. And a pure life is one in which sin no longer determines the choices we make. Isn't that beautiful? A pure life is a life where sin no longer determines the choice we make. Because we make choices based on a pure mind. We need to get to a pure mind. That's why the Bible tells us Philippians 4, verse 8, whatever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, things of virtue, things of praise, things of good report. Think on these things. Meditation is key to pure mind. Meditating on the word. <laughs> Thinking about the word. David said, when I remember you up on my bed, and when I meditate on you in the night watches. It is so important, folks. Not only do we read the word, Study the word, but we meditate, meditate on. Simple means we keep it at the forefront of our mind. We repeat it in our minds. That's what meditation is. You repeat it in your mind. You think on it. You know, let it sink down in your spirit. Get it deep down on the inside, right? Because purity is important to God because God is truly pure. And so he wants us to be pure. He wants us to be like him. Amen. God really wants us to be like him. You know, when God created the heavens and the earth, everything was pure. There was no death. There was no decay. There was no pollution. There was no sin. 
God creates pure things because he is pure. There is no condemnation in God. There's no confusion. There's no con contradiction. There's no compromise in God. Everything he does is from a pure mindset. The Bible says everything he does is good. And so he created us to reflect his image and to live in pure and broken communion with him. And so God wants us to be pure, right? And so sin is the corrupt of purity. Sin is the dross. Sin is what messes us up. Sin is what separates us between us and God. It is sin, right? Um, and, and, and impurity is one of the things that will keep us from the presence of God. Who shall stand in this holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Amen. And so in Colossians 3, verse 5, it says, so Put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you. Right? Remember I said, heavenly things and earthly things. So it says, put to death, cancel it. Cancel it, eradicate it, uproot it, get it out of your life. Right? These are the things that lead to impurity. I'm going to listen to you. Anything listed for you. Anything, the Bible says, have nothing to do with sexual immorality impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy. For a greedy person is idolater, worshiping the things of this world. And because of these things, the anger of God is coming. So here the Bible tells us because of impurity and those things, those sinful nature, those are impure things. In Galatians 5.19, it says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. It is. And you need to go back and read it for yourself. Impurity is one of those things. Lustful pleasure, sexual immorality, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties. Wild parties. The Bible talks about wild parties. That's hilarious. <laughs> but all those things lead to impure thinking, impure minds. What that does, it leads to impure actions, okay? So we got to purify our mind. And the first thing we do to purify our mind is ask God to forgive us of our sins and then get on a path of reading the word, studying the word, and meditating on the word. There is no other way you can do it. You want to have a pure mind? The Bible says you must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There is no other way. I can't give you any other like you know deep secret how to purify your mind <laughs> no secret to it you read the word study the word meditate on the word and live your life according to it that's basically it that will purify your mind read the word study the word meditate on the word be obedient to it you be those four things and it will transform your life okay so it's not this is not rocket science this is simple and if we find ourselves always thinking negative, always thinking um, sinful things, this simply means our minds are still impure and we need our minds to be transformed from impurity into a place of purity. When you see your brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know, they should not be a sex object for you. They should be simply your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Amen. And if we can't see ourselves, see our brothers and sisters in the Lord as just that, then we still have impurity in 
our mind. If we're still sitting around um, listening to demonic music, sexual music, dirty music, and music from this world, then we are creating an impure mind. So make sure, if you want your mind to be pure, you got to put in pure things. The Word of God is pure. That is the root. If you're not feeding yourself the Word of God, then this process is not going to work. You can't say, well, I'm just going to think good. Think positive. How are you going to think positive if you have no basis and no foundation for positive thinking? Can't do it. You need the foundation of it. You need the, you need something to stand on. You can't build a house without a foundation. It'll fall down. So you need a foundation. The foundation is the word of God. Amen. Everything that you need is in the word. You make sure you get into the word. Make sure you get in the word. Study it. Meditate on it. Repeat it. and Act upon it. Don't just be hearers of the word, but become doers of the word. It will transform your mind and get you to a place of purity. You should be able to be around your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your neighbors, and have a pure attitude and a pure mind. Amen. And the only way to do that is to begin with the study and the obedience to the Word of God. It's not rocket science. It's very, very simple. Those four things. Read the Word. Study the word, meditate on the word, and be obedient to the word. That's how you train your mind. And you know, it's not easy, but it's doable. We have to do it. Amen. Keep yourself pure. So it's something for you to do. Some things the Holy Spirit does, something God does for us. There's some things that we must do for ourselves. God is not going to do everything for you. Some things you have to do yourself. Got to do the right things to have right outcome. Amen. And if we're not seeing our brothers and sisters properly, we're not seeing our spouses properly, we're not seeing our children properly because our minds are so corrupt. It's time for us to change our mind, time for our minds to be transformed through consistent, persistent reading of the word. Some of you minds are so impure that it doesn't matter what anybody say to you. Usually take it the wrong way, or you receive it the wrong way. If you consistently receive things the wrong way, your mind is impure. You have corruption in your mind, and because of that, you cannot receive things properly. If you think people are always criticizing you, and even when the criticism is constructive, you still can't receive it as constructive, you need to check your mind. Okay, it's impure. It's corruption in your mind. You have a poor mindset. You have a victim mindset. You need to get that mess out of your mind and fill it with the word of God and be transformed by the changing, by studying the word of God. Study to show yourself a workman. Need it not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word truth. So as children of God, you make sure there is no other way about it. I can't tell you to go read some books. You know, look, read some book about the mind. Listen, the only book you need to read to change your mind and transform your mind is the Bible, especially the New Testament. The New Testament. Every child of God should make it their business to read the New Testament every single year. There shouldn't be a year go by when you don't read the New Testament completely. The New Testament, right? It's because this is, this, this is the dispensation of grace. 
and it's very, very important. It's good also to read the Old Testament and, and, and so, so you could contrast between the dispensation of law and the dispensation of grace. And you see how God dealt with people during the dispensation of law. It's crazy. And we just have to thank God for Jesus Christ. But we're in dispensation of grace. Okay. And so when you understand this, you want to make sure that you get your work on the things that will cultivate a pure mind. Because without it, you cannot see God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you for reminding us that without your word, without pureness, God, we cannot, we cannot see you. We cannot have a revelation of you. There's no way we could receive anything from you, God, until we are transformed. And so I pray, God, that, that your people will, will seek for a transformed mind because to the pure, all things are pure. And Father, we want to be like you. You said we ought to be perfect because you are perfect. That is your word. And the word tells us that you are pure. And because you are pure, in order for us to see you, we also must be pure. And so Father, anything that's not right in us, I ask that you will take it away from us. Purge us, wash us, cleanse us. And God, make us like pure gold, pure without any dross that we may be perfect in your sight. Thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit and the things that he does inside of us. Thank you for how he motivates us, how he pushes us, how he teaches us, how he wakes us up, shows us when we are wrong, simple because his work is to purify our mind. And Father, we know that is your desire that Christ be formed in us. He walked the earth as the only perfect man, pure in thoughts, pure in actions. Matter of fact, he said the things that we see him do is what he saw you do. And the things we heard him say is what he heard you say. And so, Father, he simply re-spoke what you said. And he just did in the earth realm what he saw you did what he saw you do and so i pray father that we will have that connection with you that the things we say the things we do are the things that you would say and the things you would do father we give you thanks we give you praise and we bless your name for it's in jesus name we pray amen